0: Welcome to the Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 166 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm talking about how to improve your overall flexibility, what your nervous system has to do with muscle tension, and why you want to choose strengthening over stretching on your path to becoming flexible and pain-free stretching, right? Some of us love it, some of us hate it, some of us are really good at it, and others of us are just hate stretching in any and all capacity. <laughs> and to be honest, lots of folks who are quote unquote good at stretching end up in yoga or gymnastics or all of these other bendy activities. And maybe some of those folks, myself included, were good at them because we're hypermobile, but that's a completely different discussion that we will have on a future episode. And a lot of people want want to be more flexible. Honestly, one of the top reasons I get from new clients, customers in my DMs is how do I get more flexible? How do I improve this? How do I improve that? And so you go to yoga, right? Or you go to a stretching class and it might feel good, but maybe you're finding that your flexibility isn't actually changing. So that's what we're going to talk about today. What is flexibility even? Uh, Should it be a goal? Does it have any effect on your health or your performance? And is stretching the only way to improve it? And I think, you know, if I'm asking these questions, it's because we're probably going to be debunking them. So let's talk about it. So what is tension to begin with? Because before we can even talk about flexibility, I feel like we have to have this discussion about what tension is. Why do you feel tight in the first place? So muscles and fascia, our body-wide connective tissue, feel tight. And I use this word loosely, honestly, um, because it may be perceived as tight. But if you were unconscious, like in surgery or something, I've seen people who can barely touch their toes. And then in a surgery, the surgeon can put their leg all the way, you know, not Cirque du Soleil style, but you have more flexibility when you are completely passive. Okay. And we'll talk about why that is too. So muscles and fascia feel tight air quotes around that, when they have been overused, underused, misused, or injured. So in the case of overuse, something, some tissue is being asked to do too much without appropriate time to heal in between. So think of your plantar fascia, the thick band of connective tissue on the bottom of your foot, uh, and what happens when it is inflamed and irritated in plantar fasciitis. So there's an overloading of the tissue. It's not having ample time for recovery, which means that the plantar fascia, that tissue is in a constant state of inflammation. So this can create a situation of soft tissue guarding around the area. And you know this as well, like if you have a wound or a bumper scrape, or whatever, you baby it. And this happens on a nervous system level as well. Our brain goes, hey, that thing hurts, I'm going to be kinder and nicer to it so that I don't hurt it further. And that guarding can create some stiffness and flexibility issues as well. So that'd probably go more in the injured category, but we're bringing it up here in the overuse as well. So you feel tight in your plantar fascia if it is being asked to do too much. And so the tension in this case, or that lack of flexibility is serving as a protective mechanism. Now, what about the opposite of that underuse? You're not moving in a certain range of motion. So it feels tight when you try it because you have lost that range of motion. So think of taking your arms overhead tight shoulders, super, super common, but are your shoulders tight because there's something going on or are they tight because you don't move them through their full range of motion anywhere through the body? This happens as well. If you haven't been using a tissue, a muscle connective tissue, whatever your body will then adapt and divert resources elsewhere. The splits, for example, if you're not practicing them regularly, you probably can't do them. Now, if you were to do it regularly and practice and spend time every day, you probably could. But if you're not, you're going to be missing that range of motion. Now, I say this as someone who cannot do the splits. uh, And I will be honest, I have no desire to do the splits. I don't need to be able to do the splits for my job, for my life, for my enjoyment. And it doesn't do anything for how my body feels. That is not to say you can't do the splits or you shouldn't do the splits. I'm just saying, I don't want you to think that I'm saying, well, if you're not practicing the splits, you can't do the splits because you should be doing the splits. We're just using the splits as an example. So this adaptation to underuse also happens from sitting, right? We sit up to 14 hours a day. 14 hours a day, if you start to add up your time sitting at the breakfast table, in your car, on the couch, in meetings, at meals, at your computer, we spend a lot of time sitting. And your body adapts to that sitting position. So question for you, are your hip flexors tight? Because they need to be stretched. Or is it a direct result of having to sit for more hours a day than you are standing? So underuse tension is tension and lack of flexibility because you haven't been using it. So you have losing it, <laughs> right? Use it or lose it. I tried to make it work, whatever. We, we just go with it, right? So that's a different type of tension from overuse is underuse. But either way, you still feel tight. Now, what about misuse? And to be honest, that plantar fasciitis example could fall here as well because your body is really efficient at getting you from point A to point B. And sometimes it's sloppy and it's not the most efficient, but you're still able to get from point A to point B. So let's take your upper trapezius for example. So the upper trapezius is a big triangular shaped muscle that runs from the base of your skull out to both shoulder blades and then down together at the bottom of your rib cage. So actually it's more diamond shape if you think skull out to the shoulders and then back together at the bottom of your rib cage. And for so many people, the upper trapezius, the uppermost portion at the top of your shoulder is really stinking tight. And then if you think of the position we're in most of the day with our head slightly forward, or our shoulders rounded forward, it makes sense. That forward head position and forward head posture means more work that your upper trapezius has to do to keep your head on top of your shoulders. For every inch your head comes forward, that's an additional 10 pounds of work that your upper trapezius has to work against. And this is kind of like an overuse misuse combo because your upper trapezius is really a moving muscle, right? It is not a stabilizer that is designed to keep you upright, right? Something like, One of the deep calf muscles, your soleus, it's designed to keep you upright, not falling on your face. And so it has no problem being active throughout the day. It has a specific type of muscle fibers that are great for that. Now, your upper trapezius, for example, doesn't have that same type of muscle fibers. It is designed to move and then relax fully. And if it's not having an opportunity to contract and then relax, you know, it's working, it's in contraction all day to hold your head up, that misuse and asking it to do something it wasn't designed to do can lead to tension. Your brain goes, hey, this muscle is really tired and it's losing some of its strength to hold itself in good positions. I'll just get tighter to help it because that will resolve the problem, right? So tissues are tight because they're being asked to do something that they were not ever designed. For. And here's where things get sticky because what we've talked about so far is, you know, how you're using your tissues. But what about structurally? Are things tight because there has been an actual structural change? And this can happen as well. If there's been a buildup of collagen in an effort to stiffen these tissues to protect them from overstretching, there has been a structural change that can be changed through movement. And massage and we'll talk more about that. But often they feel tight because neurologically your brain is getting pain signals that are preventing you from being able to move into ranges of motion. So again, this idea of trying to touch your toes, you literally can't go beyond it because your hamstrings are screaming. So could it be structural, meaning that the actual length between the bottom of your pelvis and the back of your knees isn't long enough to allow that length to occur? Or is it more likely that it's that perceived threat of overstretching your hamstrings or that perceived threat of possibly injuring your lower back. And your brain does two things. You haven't moved in that way enough. So those tissues aren't really sure of it, but also your brain is going, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a bad idea. This feels unsafe. Let's stop. How do we get you to stop? We're going to make it hurt obviously this is like really simplifying, you know, pain psychology and movement. And if you're a exercise physiologist, you're probably like, what on earth is she talking about? But I want us to better understand just for our own day-to-day use with this understanding is stretching the best solution. Today's episode is brought to you by AE Wellness Mobility Assessments. Not sure what you should be doing for mobility? Well, instead of trying a bazillion things and spending hours a day, get strategic coaching with a mobility assessment with me. You'll get your personalized mobility workout plan with the best mobilizations and activations just for you. Plus, all of your videos will be organized in custom playlists to keep things simple. So here's how it works. You send me a video doing four specific moves. I'll tell you ahead of time what they are, and I'll use that to create your mobility workout plan. We'll meet together for two video calls. The first one to set up the plan, make sure I'm covering everything you need. And the second will be a few weeks later for any questions or issues that come up. Now here's the best part. You can save $50 off your mobility assessment when you use the code body at checkout. So learn more and get started with a mobility assessment by heading on over to aewellness.com mobility. And don't forget use the code body at checkout. All right, let's get back to the episode. If a muscle, if a tissue feels tight because of overuse or underuse or misuse or injury, is stretching the best fix to improve your flexibility? So let's take neck pain as an example. One study looked at the effect of strength training and endurance training on nonspecific neck pain, meaning neck pain that has no structural cause. There's no bulging discs. There's no cervical issues. There's just neck pain, and they can't figure out why. So within the study, some people did strength training, some people did endurance, so more for time, and then the rest of the group, the control group, did nothing. And what they found is that the pain threshold increased at all six of the sites they tested for the strength training group and four of the six sites that they tested for the endurance group. So the people that did strength training had less pain. They had a higher pain threshold at the sites they were testing they did strength training, they had less pain. Now they took the control group who obviously didn't have any changes because they didn't have any interventions, and they followed up with them and did an additional study. So they took those control group participants who did nothing in the first study, and then they had them do strength training again. So the first time they did nothing, second time they did strength training, and they still had decreases in neck pain. Within that study as well, they had the control group, the other, con- so it's confusing, right? We had the control group, and then they become the actual study group. But then there was also within that study, a group of individuals who did only stretching. And the group that only stretched had minor changes, while the study participants who did that strength training had bigger decreases in neck pain. And it's not just this one study because a study from the Asian Journal of Kinesiology looked at overhead shoulder movement and range of motion and found that using massage had a better improvement for range of motion than passive static stretching. So static stretching, this is like your basic, you find a stretch, you hold it, you breathe, you hang out. That is static stretching. And so here again, they're looking, they're comparing stretching to massage and specifically for the shoulders. Massage gives you better range of motion changes and improving range of motion than stretching alone. So, what I want you to understand is that improving flexibility is a dance between your brain and your body. So, you need your tissues to be strong enough that your brain and your entire nervous system so, not just your brain, but your spinal cord and all the nerves coming out of it that are permeating throughout your body into your muscles, your tissues, your ligaments, your tendons, everything. You need your tissues to be strong enough so that your nervous system feels safe and confident in your ability to get in and out of any position. And stretching alone doesn't achieve this. But you know what does? Building strength, right? When you build strength in good positions, those tissues are building the strength and endurance they need to be able to hold you in good positions, to move you in good positions, and support you once you're there. But where do you start if everything hurts. And I a hundred percent get that. And pain is 100% real. I know I'm talking a lot about the brain and the nervous system, and I'm not saying it all is happening in your head, but it is happening simultaneously in your head as well as your body. And because brain and pain cannot be separated, pain-free movement is our goal. So I want you to think of pain as a habit. And just like any other habit that you are trying to change, consistency is going to be super, super important. And this doesn't mean that you need to like run to the gym and bench press hundred pounds right now to get rid of your shoulder pain. But I want you to start to explore what movements you can do without pain. And if you feel some resistance, then address that tension in the tissues around the area, whether that tension is structural or neurological. That's why I really like self-massage to help with that because it can really help to calm the nervous system and improve that range of motion. And then you pair this with doing activations and exercises that help to build up the strength in your tissues and the confidence in your brain and your body that these different movements can help support. And by the way, this is exactly what my mobility master toolkit can help you do. And this is exactly what I do for clients inside of a mobility assessment. So Stretching. Flexibility. If you want to improve your flexibility, stretching is not the best way to go about it. The research also supports that. If you want to improve your flexibility, your best bet is addressing tension that is limiting your range of motion and then starting to work on your strength in those better positions. And my goal for you today is that you have the confidence to move away from stretching alone. And I understand as well, especially when you have pain, you have a history of injuries, it can be really scary to start doing new things and you might not be sure that they're going to work, but you can start to slowly move away from stretching, start building strength safely because your body has the endless capacity to heal. And you can change the unchangeable. And it doesn't happen with one magic exercise, which is why even though I do share exercises with you in each episode, I'm not going to say if you want to improve your hamstrings, you got to do this one special move. It doesn't work like that. But moving in more efficient ways again and again and again consistently and setting yourself up to be in these more biomechanically efficient positions is the best way to improve and maintain your flexibility. And this is regardless of where you fall on that flexibility scale. If you are already hypermobile, moving in better positions is going to help you to create some of that stability. If you feel more like the Tin Man, moving in better positions is going to help you to improve your flexibility and basically get us all back to a place and get your entire body back to a place where you can move better and feel better. And I'll link in the show notes and over at aewellness.com slash podcast, some of my favorite videos that are going to help get you started with your strength and your mobility and your flexibility. So things that will help you to strengthen your body, like my functional crawling exercises, a massage for your body. You can get, uh, again, a link to it, or the body work starter guide, which is also in the show notes, has a bunch of things that will also help you. Um, And then just, again, moving your body through the ranges of motion. It was designed to do because when you move better, you can feel better. So I'd love to hear from you what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. Um, Are you feeling a little bit more confident to stop stretching? Are you like, okay, I'm kind of seeing how all of these parts fit together. I want to hear from you. And if also you have more questions and we can do more episodes about this, let me know. So you can take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. I'm at halafamala. You can find me on TikTok. I'm at AE wellness. You can call the body nerd hotline and leave a voicemail. That number is 818-396-6501. And don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the body nerds group, and all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And you know the drill. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a review, maybe even sharing your favorite thing from today's episode and share today's episode with your stretching friend who maybe is also finding that stretching isn't as pain relieving or satisfying as you'd hoped it would be. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, getting more flexible, and getting nerdy. (laughs) And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster.